0: Yep, it's time for some MIC Conference men's basketball. We've got two very evenly matched teams going toe to toe in Moorhead, Minnesota this afternoon. The Concordia Cobbers want to snap their four game losing streak and the Carlton Knights, of course, want to stay in the upper top three of the MIC Conference. Gordy Cosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone from Memorial Fieldhouse. I believe that's what they call. This gym on the campus of Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota, where the temperature when I pulled up was 20 degrees. It was 31 when I left my home in Faribault, Minnesota. And, of course, it was about that when I drove by Northfield, too, on my way up here to Concordia College. Our broadcast a service of Carlton, Amesbury Truth Federated Mutual Insurance, will bring you our halftime report, and we'll have all the statistics at that time These are the two best, statistically, the two best defensive teams in the MIC. How do I judge that? I judge it on one statistic only, and that's points allowed. I know some people go, well, it's, you know, fuel goal percentage. No. It's points allowed, period. Right? The best offensive team in the MIC is St. John's, averaging about 84 a game. McAllister is next. Gustavus is third, and Carlton is fourth in offense. Concordia comes into this game ranked eighth in offense, and they're averaging just three and a half points less than Carlton. That tells you how jam things are in the MIC. What kind of parity there is in the MIC conference. That's why it's so fun to cover. The Cobbers are the number one defensive team in the MIC in terms of points allowed, 67.1. And Carlton comes into this game number two, At 69.1. Now, you can throw some other factors into it too, right? St. John's is the number one offense, the number five in defense. They give the other teams more possessions because they score so much, right? I mean, that's kind of a natural thing to think of. In terms of margin. St. John's is winning by an average of 12 points a game. That's best in the league. Gustavus has a seven-point margin. Carlton is third at four and a half, and Concordia is fourth at 3.3. So you can see why I I say we have two evenly matched teams here between the Concordia Cobbers and the Carlton Knights. Looking forward to a good one here today. As I said, both these teams like to D it up, and that's ultimately what's going to determine who wins this game is the defense. I'm pretty sure that'll be the number one thing. Taking a look at three-point shooting in the league. McAllister is shooting 41% from three-point range. That's best in the league. They have made by far the most three-pointers at 135 through 11 games. In terms of numbers, St. John's is number two at 105. Then you've got Gustavus with 93 Gustavus is shooting at 40, just uh, over 40, at a, about 40.6%, and St. John's is at 38.3%. The Cobbers rank fifth. They have 83 three-point baskets and are shooting 35.2%. Carlton is 10th, 10th out of the 11 teams with a 30% shooting percentage and 82 threes made. The threes made puts them right behind Concordia in terms of made threes. That would make them sixth in terms of made threes. But they're a tenth out of the 11 teams in the three-point field goal percentage. Opponent three-point field goal percentage. Bethel is number one there. They give up just 29.5%. In terms of number, they also... Well, no, they have not given up the fewest. Hamlin has given up the fewest at 68 and 31.5%. Of course, Carlton coming off a win over Hamlin on Wednesday down in Northfield, Minnesota. The final was 81-69. to They had four guys in double figures. It was really a lot of fun to watch. The Cobbers rank third in opponent three-point field goal percentage. They've given up 80 in those 11 games, 31.6%. Carlton again, 33.2 percent in terms of percentage, ranking fifth. They have allowed 86 three-pointers on the season. So those are some of the statistics there. Taking a look at rebounding, team rebounds. Carlton has the best rebounding team in the MIC conference. They're averaging 37 and a half rebounds per game. This Concordia team ranks 5th at 34.5. Bethel 2nd, Augsburg is 3rd, and Gustavus is number 4. Combined opponent rebounds. Cobbers rank 4th at 32.7. Carlton is last. 37.5 combined opponent rebounds, it says here. Team defensive rebounds. Carlton ranks number 3. Concordia ranks number 4. In terms of offensive rebounds, Carlton is now the number one offensive team in terms of average. I say that because Augsburg has more, but they've played one more game than Carlton has. Carlton averaging 10.5 offensive rebounds per game. Anytime you get double-digit offensive rebounds in a game, you're working the offensive glass. Augsburg is at 10.3 average, which is number two in the league. Concordia ranks number seven. At eight and a half, the rebounding margin, I think that's a huge stat myself, Gustavus is number one there, followed by Bethel, St. John's is third, Concordia ranks fourth in rebounding margin, and the Carlton Knights are sixth. So a couple of you look at the statistics, and man, oh man, you have got a lot of parity here. Carlton ranks third, Concordia ranks fourth in defensive rebounds, So, again, very close on the statistics there in terms of turnovers. Carlton, one of the best in the nation at not turning the ball over. They're number one in turnover margin. They're averaging nine, and they're giving up, uh, they're taking away, I guess you could say, 13. So a 3.82 margin, that's best in the league by far. Nobody even comes close to that. Concordia ranks ninth. They rank ninth. They take away 11.7 and they give up 13.8, so they're in a minus in that category. Assist to turnover ratio, McAllister's number one, Carlton is number two. in The assist to turnover ratio, Concordia ranks seventh in that statistic. So that might be the big statistic of this game. Who knows? Turnovers quite often are a determining factor in who wins a hoops game. The Carlton Knights, the Concordia Covers, here at Memorial Fieldhouse on the campus of Concordia College in Northfield, Minnesota. When we return, we'll have more information for you. Woody Cosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. Today we'll be doing a simulcast for Concordia. Their play-by-play guy is out. He's doing some hockey in the Twin Cities and I guess his replacement was ill, so you're folks listening on the streaming cast of the Concordia side get stuck with the Carlton guy calling the call. So, just wanted to let you know that. If it sounds like I'll try to be as impartial as possible. I always try to be, but We are the Carlton Broadcaster, so keep going. Carlton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carlton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life carlton students learn critical thinking problem solving use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a
1: way of understanding the world every part counts at amesbury truth and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team as the leading provider of window and door products in north america amesbury truth has a part for you right now they're hiring and those positions come with competitive wages benefits And plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers.
0: Back at Memorial Fieldhouse where the Concordia coverage are warming up of the hoop to my left. Down in their white uniforms with maroon trim, they have their gold warm-ups. With maroon trim, the sea emblazoned across their chest for the Concordia Cobbers. And the Carlton Knights are wearing their road blue and maize. Their navy blue. And maize, they got their uh, hoodie warm-ups as Carlton has in white and blazoned across their chest. Carlton with white numerals, white trim around the arms and the neckline and the C on the side of their shorts for the Carlton Knights. Tyler Borman is the head coach at Concordia. A 2006 graduate of Concordia. He's in his fourth season as the head coach here. He's done a really nice job developing a really good roster. His assistants are Cade Niehaus. A 2021 Northern Iowa graduate in his second season. Jackson Lingus, a Concordia graduate from 2018. He's also in his fourth season. The Carlton Knights, of course, in his second year. The reigning MIC coach of the year. How many guys have been able to do that in (laughs) their... Rookie season win coach of the year, Ryan Kershaw, in his second season. He's assisted by Tyler Gray and Steve Knudsen both in their second seasons for the car open nights. After today, let's see here. Looking at the schedule, we go to McAllister on Wednesday, a 7 o'clock tip-off, and next Saturday we'll be at St. Mary's in Winona. So we make the four-hour, roughly, trip, up here to Concordia this Saturday. Next Saturday, we make the two-hour trip down to Winona. And at the end of the month, we go to St. Scholastica, two weeks after the St. Mary's game. So all the longest road trips are in the same month here in January. And, of course, those teams will be coming down to Northfield a bit later on in the season. Now, taking a look around the MIC conference here today, Some other contests have McAllister at St. Mary's. Bethel is at Gustavus. Augsburg travels to Hamlin. And St. John's makes the trip to Duluth to face St. Scholastica. They are all 3 o'clock tip-offs. If we get scores, we'll pass them along to you. Wednesday, these Cobbers are at St. Olaf, So they get back-to-back Northfield schools. As I said, Carlton will be at McAllister. St. John's travels to Bethel. St. Mary's is at Gustavus, and St. Scholastica is at Hamlin. MIC conference standing. St. John's is undefeated. So is Gustavus in the league. Seven and zero are the Johnnies. Six and zero are the Gusties. The Johnnies are nine and three overall, and the Gusties are seven and four overall on this even. Carlton is third with a 4 and 2 record. They're 7 and 4 overall, 4 and 2 in the conference. The Cobbers are next, tied for fourth with Hamlin and Bethel. All have 3 and 3 conference marks. The Cobbers are 7 and 4 overall. Yep, they started the season 7 and 0. They're on a four-game losing streak, which is the longest in the league. So they're going to be hungry here today. Hamlin Is five and six overall. Bethel six and five overall on the season. Hamlin has dropped three straight. The St. Olivolis also have dropped three straight. They're three and four in the conference, four and eight overall on the year. McAllister is two and four in league play, six and five overall. The Auggies are two and five in league play, four and six overall. St. Scholastica one and five in league play, two and nine overall. And St. Mary's is one and six in league play and two and ten overall. On the season as the public address announcer is just about set to take over the microphone here. Who's leading the league in scoring? Spencer Swanson out of Gustavus averaging 21.7. Luke Harris from Carlton is number two at 21.3. Caleb Williams from McAllister is third at 20.8. Those are the only three guys that are over 20 points per game on the season. Matt Banavets ranks 8th in the league in scoring. 8th in the league. Concordia's Matt Johnson is 10th in the league. As the Carlton Knights are lined up in front of their bench, ready for the national anthem. The Cobbers line across the court to my right. And everybody's facing that American flag. And we'll see if we can plug into the PA at all.
2: For the Coppers at guard, a 6'1'' senior from Fergus Falls, number one, Matt Johnson. For the Knights at guard, a 6'4'' senior from New Canaan, number four, Alex Gibbons. For the Coppers at guard, a 6'2'' junior from Lester Prairie, number four, Zach Jackson. For the Knights at guard, a six-one junior from Piedmont, number 14, Luke Harris. And for the Coppers at forward to 6'10, Jr. from Breckenridge, number 5, Noah Christensen. For the Knights at forward to 6'5, freshman from Skyline, number 20, Sam Coley. For the coppers at forward to 6'6, Jr. from Melville, number 14, Rowan Nelson. For the Knights at Forward to 6'7 senior from Holy Angels, number 25, Matt Benavitz. And for the coppers at forward to 6'6, sophomore from Ashby.
0: Now there you have the starting lineups for the Cobbers. It'll be Matt Johnson, a 6'1", senior from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Zach Jackson, a 6'2", junior from Lester Prairie, Minnesota. Noah Christensen, a 6'10", junior from Campbell, Minnesota. Went to Breckenridge High School. Rowan Nelson is a 6'6", junior from Melrose, Minnesota. Not too far down the road here. And Jacob Cook is a sophomore, 6'6", from Clitheroe, Minnesota. Went to Ashby High School. And for the Carlton Knights, it's Spencer Getz, Alex Gibbons, Luke Harris, Sam Colling, and Matt Banavets. As Coling is in the jumping circle against the 6'10 Christensen. And we'll see as the officials are ready and we're ready to go. The official tosses it and Cobbers get the basketball. Right to left on your radio dial. Carlton is left to right. As the Concordia Cobbers have really good spacing on the floor to start this game. The 6'10", Christensen had it for an instant. Now they get it top of the key. Here's a three from the left side. It's no good. Rebound taken out by Benevitz. Matt Banavitz gets it to Luke Harris. Right-handed, waist-high dribble. Dribbles to his right. Wants to drive baseline. Gets shut off nicely there. Remember, these are the two best defensive teams. Cobbers, number one. Carlton, number two in terms of points allowed. Harris is at the volleyball attack line. Between the legs dribble. Culling gets it on the left side. Now back out front to Harris. The junior from Piedmont, California. Second leading scorer in the league. And a great drive to the basket. And I mean great by Alex Gibbons he is a reverse layup and scores and now a turnover by the cobbers as gets gets it gets out front to Coling for three bang he hits it big old smile on his face five nothing carlton right out of the gate and they get three points off a of turnover here's another turnover as harris brings it up Banovitz made the steal left side it's gibbons gibbons wanted to attack how do you beat a good defense you beat him down the floor Gets to the free throw line Wants to get it to Harris. Harris guarded nicely there. They hand it off to the young Coling, who already has a three. Gibbons asks for a screen from Coling. Now the pick and roll to Coling. He gets under the basket. He's trapped. Now to gets. There's seven seconds on the shot clock. Harris will shoot a three. and rims out. Rebound is taken down by the Cobbers' cook. The 6'6 sophomore. A dump off on the block. This time to the 6'10 Christensen, who is trying to back in. He's going to do a little hook shot score. He's got a little shoulder harness on his left shoulder. And Covers get on the board at about the 18-minute mark. 5-2. Carlton leads. Harris hands it off to Coley. The freshman from Michigan. On the right side to Banovitz. Two-hand chest pass Harris. Free-flying extended left gets. Gets behind him to Gibbons. Dribbles once right. He'll rifle it underneath. Layup gets is good. Carlton was really good in their interior passing. Wednesday against Hamlin. As Concordia brings the ball up before Nelson across court. Here's a three. Top of the key. It rims out. Rebound. The 6'10". Christensen out. Rebounded. Coling that time. The freshman. That's a load for the freshman. And he's going to be called for a foul here. They're trying to handle the 6'10". Christensen. Coling, remember, is a freshman. He's 6'5". And Christensen is a junior, 6'10". So Coling gets called for the foul. Christensen now has it. They pass it on the left side. Here's another three. This one's no good. So far, 0 for 3 from Trayland. Banovitz had the ball. They don't call. He fell down with the ball. They didn't call a travel. They didn't call a, a tie-up, even though it looked like there might have been one. Harris passes it on the left side. Going left to right again is Carlton. He gets it to Getz at the free throw line. Getz lets Gibbons go through. Gets it back to Harris. Harris dribbles to his right. Gets under the basket. Almost lost his footing right under the basket. He just does a little spin move and scores. And Luke Harris is on the board. As with the basketball is Christensen way out front. And we're going to have a foul called here. Going will be on Alex Gibbons. His first. Chuck Sweat's going to check in for Carlton. And uh, freshman Colding's going to check out. Sitting down for the Cobbers is going to be Jacob Cook. And checking in for the Cobbers is uh, Jackson Logie. He's a 6'9 sophomore from Donnelly, Minnesota, went to Morris area and, Augustana. Pass comes out front. Christensen. They get it on the block. Shots up and we're going to have a foul called. Wow. Smack dab in the middle of the paint. So Sweat gets called for his first foul. Going to the free for line is going to be Logver. He's a 6'9 sophomore. Donnelly, Minnesota. wears number 24 on the back of his uniform? And the free throw is no good. Twice off iron. Coach Borman clapping his hand. in a catcher squat in front of the cover bench. And the second one is good. 9-3. Carlton leads it. 16-10 to go here in the first half luke harris second leading scorer in the mic brings it up he's getting closer to that thousand point mark they get it on the block now gibbons wants to dribble penetrate again gets shut off as he backs up passes it to get sweat swings it over to harris 11 seconds on the shot clock harris in the paint shoots and scores he is so good in that paint he just has a myriad of moves so fun to watch I like to call him Cool Hand Luke. Because he just doesn't seem to get rattled. And the uh, team's trying to get physical with him. Pass comes inside. They kick it in the corner. The Cobbers do. Here's a triple left side. Bang. Rowan Nelson hits the triple. The 6'6 junior from Melrose. And it's 11-6. Harris dribble penetrates. To sweat. Harris to Getz. Back to Harris. Wide open layup. And that was all Coach Foreman had to see, that wide open layup. Remember we told you this Cobber team statistically is the best defensive team in the MIC conference. Judging on the only stat that I would choose, points allowed. But <laughs> Coach Foreman doesn't like what he's seeing defensively right now. Carlton 13. Concordia six, you're listening to MIC Conference Basketball on Katie Carlton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of nine to one ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. 15 minutes, two seconds to go in our first half. It is 13-6, Carleton. They've taken advantage of a couple of turnovers here. That's the main reason why they have the lead. They scored points off those turnovers. Three total. And they're up here by seven. As the Cobbers will have it, moving right to left on your radio dial. Jogging the ball up is Johnson. They get it top of the key. They had the big fellow way away from the basket that time, trying to open up that lane so they can... Get some action that way, right? They've shot a few threes here in the first half and have not been successful except one time. Here's a shot that might have been a travel. A little shuffling of the feet by Noah Christensen, but he gets the little dump off from about two feet away. 13-8. Carlton, 14-24 to go. Miles Fritch in the game. He's from Eden Prairie, a senior for Carlton. Gets it to Gets at the top of the key. Couple of dribbles by Gets. Fakes the handoff. Now Banavets gets the ball. Kicks it in the corner. Sweat for three. It's in and out. No good. Rebound Fritz back to Sweat. Sweat gets it out front to Gets. Gets goes in the lane. Kicks it in the corner. Banavets for three. It's no good. Rebound taken out by Fritz. Gets it out to Banavets. Now top of the key, Harris. Harris looks to dribble penetrate. Kicks it out to Fritz. Now in the corner. Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound tipped around by Banavets. And finally taken down by the Cobbers. Boy, they had enough opportunities. They couldn't cash in. Here's a shot from 10, and it's good. Rowan Nelson, the young man who has the triple, got the 15-footer there, and it's 13-10. So the within one possession are the Cobbers. As Fritch dumps it off to Getz, he's at the free throw line, extended left underneath Banavet's wide-open layup. There was interference with the basket. That was not called. I mean, I didn't think you could put your hand in the netting. Shots up. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris, that was a wide-open bunny the Banavets did not make. Here's Sweat for three again. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Rowan Nelson. And Coach Moorman tells his guard, uh, Matt Johnson, to slow things down here. 13-10. They don't want to get into a track meet with Carlton, who can run really well. Pass goes on the right wing for three. Bang! Nelson again. They need to get somebody with a hand in his face. Does Carlton. Rowan Nelson. Red hot here early. We're tied at 13. As Harris goes baseline, here's a three that's an air ball. Sweat puts up and in. Another wide open shot for the uh, Cobbers. And Carlton decides to take a timeout here with the score. Carlton 15, Concordia 13. This is Carlton Night Basketball on Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. In it's another reason why Carlton develops lifelong learners. It's 15-13. Carlton leads with 12 minutes and 30 seconds to go in the first half. Three-point baskets. One for seven is Carlton. Two for five is Concordia. Commerce are shooting 55.6% for the field. Carlton is shooting 50%. Holding up zero is Jackson Jungler. He's a 5'11 senior from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Went to St. Cloud Cathedral. He'll dribble to his right, then to his left. Passes it on the left side. Carlton has a... Let's see him. Fritch is on the floor along with Sweat, Gibbons, Harris, and Coling. And the Cobbers have Jackson on the floor along with Jacob Cook. Nelson, the hot man, is sitting on the bench right now. Underneath, shots up, under the basket, scoring is Jacob Cook, 6-6. As they put on some pressure here, do the cobbers. With 12 minutes to go in the first half, we're tied at 15. Luke Harris dribbles to his right, goes baseline, and we're gonna have a foul called on the cobbers. The Jungler gets called for the foul. Harris looks to inbound the ball. <sighs> well, there's a, quite a shove in the back of Gibbons that time. Shots up by Harris. is blocked by Cook. Coming back the other way is the Cobbers. They can get their first lead in the lane. Shots up. Layup is good. Jackson Logie scores on the layup and it's 17-15. Cobbers have their first lead with 11.36 to go. Harris to Fritch At the free throw line, it's Coling. Here's a three by Harris. He missed it. Carlton just can't hit the freeze. Gibbons gets the yeah. rebound and then throws it right into the hands of the Cobbers. He's falling out of bounds. Coming flying up. Jungle gets it on the left wing. Now top of the key. Three and it's good. A transition triple. By Zach Jackson, and it's 20-15, to Concordia. Miles Fritsch will bring the ball up. Between the legs dribble. Now he's in his right hand. He'll hand it off to Harris. Over to Sweat. Sweat looks, looks, gets it to Fritsch. Fritz shoots the three. It's good. Boy, Carlton needed that. They have been struggling from Trey here today. It's 20-18, to Cobbers. Unglick pass it in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound yanked down by Sweat. Sweat will throw it ahead to Harris. Harris in front of us dribbles to his right where it says M-I-C. There's a big C in maroon with gold trim at the middle of the floor here. The Cobber logo. Harris trying to find somebody. Gets it out front to Sweat. There's 14 seconds on the shot clock. Fritch bounces it to Gibbons. Gibbons on the lane goes up. Misses the shot. Lots of contact. No call. Sweat gets the rebound. and We're going to have a foul called here, I think, on the Cobbers. On Jackson, I think. You said second, but there's only one on the board. Banovets catches the ball in from the out of bounds, Gibbons. Gibbons shoots the three, bang! And the covers trail again 21-20 Carlton got the lead back getting really good spacing on the floor here for the Cobbers. I love their movement they have a guy standing in the corner but they have mostly movement on their offense looking to dribble penetrate he gets in the lane shoots the shot and they're going to have a foul called on Carlton Matt Johnson going to the hole the six-1 senior from Fergus Falls went to you of Mary Oh, Johnson's leading scorer on this team. Averaging 16 points a game. And he makes both free throws. Gets the free throw a lot. 84% 84% free throw shooter. Coling goes down the lane. Layup is good, and he's fouled. Has a chance for a three-point play the old-fashioned way. Foul call on Logie. So Coling will go to the free throw line. He's from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Where's number 20 on the back of his uniform? He's only a freshman. Sam makes the free throw. And it's 24-22, Carlton in Concordia. Someone flying up the floor. They get a top of the key, lob it underneath. A nice post-entry pass ends up in a missed basket. Getting his miss, trying to go back up, and he does and scores, is Logie. We're tied at 24. In the game for the Carlton Knights is Gabriel Cummings. He's a 6'2 sophomore from Long Beach, California. Banavets out front to Fridge. Fridge calls for a screen from Banavets. He gets open, goes in, and makes the layup. 26-24. I don't think Coach Bauman's real happy with a lot of these layups Carlton's getting. Boy, they really are running their offense well. 26-24 nights. Cobbers are right there, though. And I told you this would be an even-steven game. There's Cobbers in the corner, faking the three, going in, shooting a little finger roll for the Concordia Cobbers was Jacob Cook, 6'6 sophomore. Cummings between the legs dribble, hands it off to Fritch, over to Colling, Colling back to Fritch, fakes the three, Dribble penetrates, throws it right into the hands of a Cobber jungler, steal, steals it left side, it's going to be an easy layup on a fast break by Jacob Cook Well the Cobbers can run too 28-26 Concordia has the lead 8-11 to go here in the first half Gibbons rifles it out front to uh Cummings Banovets gets it back to Cummings, back to Banavets He can shoot the three and he missed it Rebounds taken down on the move Johnson passes on the right side to Cook, Lobs it underneath, post entry, a reverse layup is good. And they just out quick them. Jackson Logie scores, and it's a four-point cobber lead, 30 to 26 with 740 to go in the first half. Coling out front to Fritch, gets it to Banavets at the free throw line, turns to face the basket. He'll deflected ball. And they say it belongs to the Cobbers. It'll be a turnover by Carlton. So it ends up in the first turnover. Not the first turnover. They had a turnover that ended up in that last basket, didn't they? So Carlton now has three turnovers. They're the fourth best team in the nation when it comes to fewest turnovers. But they got one more than Concordia now. Concordia got two early. It's 30-26. Cobbers lead it. And back in the game is Noah Christensen, the 6'10 junior from Campbell, Minnesota. He has the ball on the block. Wants to go. He gets it in the corner. There's a three. It's rimmed out. And I think Christensen is going to get called for an over-the-back call. And he was. Shaking his ha- head there. But uh, Sweat will inbound it here. Chuck Sweat on the floor along with Luke Harris, who's back. Matt Benavitz. Gabriel Cummings. And Spencer gets for the Carlton Knights. Gets coming off a 14-point effort on Wednesday. He's more known for his defense. Another turnover by Carlton. Pass comes to Johnson. Johnson shut off nicely by Harris. Now they get it on the wing. Great move to the basket. It's a block by Banavitz of a shot taken by Jongla. Now good chess pass to Banavitz in the lane. He wants to attack the rack, and he'll get to go to the free-throw line, I think. All's going to be on Christensen, his second. So at the free-throw line is Matt Vanovets. Matt, the senior, 6'7", from Minneapolis, went to Holy Angels. Oh, he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. He doesn't let anything get him either. And he uh, gets pretty physical sometimes inside and doesn't seem to let anything bother him. Let's it roll off his back as he makes the free throw, and i will have another. Wish I was more that way. Six minutes, 34 seconds to go in this first half. It's 30-27, Concordia. And hits the second. Time of the lead is about even. I'm not a big fan of that staff, but it's about even. And out front with the basketball is the Cobbers. Johnson has it. Dribbles to his left. Here's a long triple. My word. Jongla hits the triple from way downtown. He hit that one from Fergus Falls. 33-28. Cobbers have their biggest lead. Harris has it out front. Dribbles to his right off the screen of Getz. Will bounce it to Getz. Getz trying to gather it. Almost lost it. Gets it to Banavitz. Banavitz in the corner. Cummings for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Cook. And the Cobbers can extend their five-point lead. Johngalou just hit that triple. No look pass underneath. Layup is no good. And a foul on Luke Harris. Who fouled the big fella Logie? Smacked him in the head. After he got done, he went over and said, sorry about that, big guy. Logie says, ah. I've been hit in the head before. 33-28. Cobbers have really good balance scoring here as he misses the free throw. Nelson's got eight points. Logie's got seven. Cook's got six and four for Christensen. So great balance here by the Cobbers and he makes the second one. 34-28 34-28 Concordia leads it here We're in Moorhead, Minnesota Luke Harris, the logo Bounces it the gets, gets it back Boy, they really <laughs> They had three guys Making sure that he wasn't going to go down the lane And Gibbons hits a triple As Johnson brings the ball up Looks like the Cobbers aren't trying to Up the tempo here just so they could Beat that defense down the floor Here's a shot under the basket again by Logie, he's got 10 and it's 36-31, Harris has 6, Gibbons has 8 to lead Carlton here in the first half, Sweat right side to Gibbons, he'll shoot another 3, that one's no good, rebound taken down by Logie, Logie will pass it ahead to Johnson, Johnson head up, brings it across the C-Logo, dribbles to his left, ball's nearly stolen by Gibbons as he tried to get it to Rowan Nelson and inbounding it to our left at the end of the tables across from the scores table. I'm the only one sitting here. <laughs> got like six tables set up here. I'm the only guy here. Kind a lonely over here. <laughs> Cook's going to check out and coming in here for the Cobbers is Sam Sensky. of a freshman. 6'6 from Glendon, Minnesota. Went to Hawley. Pass comes in from Jackson. Here's a triple left side. Bang. Sensky comes in right off the bench and hits a triple and it's an eight point biggest lead of the day for the Cobbers. Carlton has given up 39 first half points and there's still 4.39 to go. Pass comes underneath. They get it in the corner. Here's a three by Coleman. That's good. Looks like Carlton, who's one of the top scoring teams, Remember, Concordia is number one in defense. Carlton's number two. Not looking like it right now. Both teams might be around the 40s. As he went up with a shot. Here's a shot. Another triple. And a timeout taken by the Cobbers. Right after the triple. Boy, Concordia. I think it was... Sensky, who hit another one. Nope, it wasn't Sensky. Now I'll catch who it was in just a moment. 42 34 Concordia. They take time out. It's just a 30. Matt Johnson hit that triple. Zach Jackson got the assist on that last play. 67% shooting for the Cobbers, and they're 6 of 11 from three-point range. They had their biggest lead, 8, 42-34. Carlton in need of some points, and we still got four minutes to go in the Half as Gibbons goes in, gets the layup, and there's going to be a foul called on the Cobbers. There's a chance for a three-point play. It'll be on as first. So Alex Gibbons will head to the free throw line. Makes the free throw to make it a three-point play. Gibbons averaging nine points a game. Fourth best on the team. There's the Cobbers moving right to left on your radio dial. They really had good spacing on the floor here in the first half. Had some good post-entry passes. Obviously, if hits some threes, there's another triple. It's an air ball, but it's picked up and put in, and there's going to be a foul called on Coling as Logie. Maybe it was a pass. I guess it looked like a shot to me. But Logie will go to the free throw line as Coling, the freshman, gets his second foul. And checking back in for Concordia is Zach Jackson, the 6'2 junior from Leicester Prairie, Minnesota. Taking a seat is Sam Sensky, the freshman from Glendon. And the free throw is good by Logie. Back up to an eight-point lead. He's got 13. Luke Harris brings the ball up. He's stuck on six here. Gibbons dribbles to his left, hands it off to Coling. Harris for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Logie. Coming flying up the floor is Concordia. Johnson transition three. Nope. Passes it in the corner. Full speed shot. Zach Jackson. It's a 10-point Concordia lead their biggest of the game with 3.09 to go as Harris hands it off to Gibbons. They've done a great job as the Cobbers shutting down Harris's dribble penetration. He's so good at getting in that lane. And now he got knocked down as he was running on the baseline. Coling drives one way, then the other. We have a foul on the Cobbers. Slap on the floor in disgust is Jackson. He thought he had a turnover there. So Coling will go to the free-throw line. Cobbers are in the bonus. Next foul, I should say Carlton is shooting in the bonus in the next foul, and Cobbers also will be shooting with fouls. Two minutes, 50 seconds to go. It's 47-37, Concordia. Coling, swoosh. <laughs> the freshman from Michigan. Cobbers almost have 50 points with two and a half minutes to go in the half. <laughs> man, oh, man. And, of course, Carlton's on the doorstep of 40, and these are the two best defensive teams in the league, according to stats. Pass goes in the left corner. They get back out front. Cobbers going right to left on your radio dial. Pass free throw line extended. Johnson gives it up, gets it back. Top of the key. 11 seconds on the shot clock. He'll dump it off for a layup. Wide open Logie layup. And it's 49-39 as Getz brings the ball up. Hollers out of play. Dribbles to his right. A ten-point cobber lead. Banavett swings it on the left side. Colling out front now to Gibbons. Slapping at it. The cover as Gibbons behind the back dribble gets it back out front to Harris. Harris being guarded by Cook. It's a screen. Harris with four seconds on the shot clock. Spencer gets has to throw off a shot. He made it from just inside the three-point line. It's 49-41. Wow, that was right at the buzzer. And, I mean, he was forced to shoot it because the clock was winding down. Johnson again on the baseline. They're getting anything they want in the post. Logie gets another layup. Coach Kershaw might need a timeout here. They've got to shut off that or it's going to be a long afternoon as Harris... Gets fouled as he was trying to dribble-penetrate from the baseline. And I think they called the foul on Rowan Nelson, and they did. So Luke Harris will go to the free-throw line. One of the reasons he's the second-leading scorer in the MIC is he does get to the line. On the season, 74%. This is his 100th free-throw of the year. As he makes it, he'll have another. If he makes this, it's back to an eight-point deficit for Carlton. Minute 29 to go in the half as he missed the second one. Rebound taken on by Logie. Carlton dominated glass early. They haven't lately. Inside the lane, pass kicked into, oh, my, they just called a blocking foul on Getz. It looked like an offensive foul, which Kershaw is like, I don't believe it. He left his feet. Typically, if you are stationary and a guy leaves his feet, he fouls on the other guy, but the official obviously didn't see it that way. So at the free-throw line is going to be Nelson. He's a 64% free-throw shooter on the season. He's their second-leading scorer, 13.5 a game. Logie averages just under 13 at 12.8. Carlton Luke Harrison is averaging... 21.3 as he missed the free throw. Rebound. Coley had it. Gets ends up with it. Minute 18 to go. It's 51-42. <laughs> First half. On you know, pace. The commerce to get 100 here. As Harris dribbles to his left. On well, a chest-high dribble. Gets it over to Gibbons. Guarded by Cook. Backs up. Gets it back to Harris. There's nine seconds on the shot clock. Harris wants to get in the lane. He does. He just throws it up as he's falling down, and they're gonna call a foul. Coach Bauman's like, Really? They're call a foul on Cook. So Harris will go to the free throw line. He made one of those circus shots against Hamlin on Wednesday night. It was <laughs> Oh, man, that belonged on ESPN. It was, he's falling down, and he throws it up, and it went in with uh, a little reverse action. The English he puts on the ball is incredible. Makes the free throw. I'll bet he's a good pool player. Cool hand Luke Harris. Made them both. 51-44, Carlton wants to win this game, and of course they do. You have to get the free-throw line more. Cook out front, jumps it off to Logie. Spins to his right, and hands it off. Here's a triple, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Banovich. Shot was taken by Belka. Peyton Belka in the game. Harris in the lane, goes up under the basket, missed it. Point-blank miss. Trying to throw it over the rim. Coming back up the floor is Johnson. Coach Bauman saying, slow down. Johnson says, I got you. I got you. 26 seconds to go in the half. There's about a four-second differential between the shot clock and the game clock. Johnson just dribbles with the C logo. He's got Cook to his left. He gets a two-Cook. Swings it on the left side. Now they get a back top of the key to Logie. Logie's going to hand it off to Johnson, and he throws it out of bounds. (laughs) <laughs> you can tell he's upset. He slams his thigh on that one. Carlton's got plenty of time to maybe get a triple here and get to within uh, four points. Gibbons will inbound it. Concordia is going to put on some full court zone pressure here, it appears. Make him, as Harris just single-handedly dribbles down the floor, goes in the lane, and they call him for traveling. Well, bumped into a guy, and that's what caused him to travel. There are three seconds to go. Cook passes it in to Johnson, and he travels as well with 1.1 seconds to go. He got sandwiched by Gibbons and Banavitz right in front of us. (laughs) So a travel and a travel. And now the officials are discussing something here. Oh, where they're going to have Carlton inbound the ball. So at the end of the table to my right, Harris will inbound the ball with 1.8 seconds to go in the half. A three makes it a four-point game. So Harris, they got a man on the inbounds passer, and that's Logie, the six. Well, it's not going to get a shot off. Ball was deflected and it rolls out of bounds, and that's the end of the first half. Wow. The two best defensive teams in the MIC, and the score here at halftime is Concordia 51 and Carlton 44. We'll take a look at the first half stats during our federated insurance Owatonna halftime report. You're listening to Carlton Night Basketball on KDHL. Again, the score, Concordia 51. Carlton 44
3: at Since the, hat. the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Oatana home. We work hand in hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer.
0: The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes, another way that Carleton develops leaders.
1: Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com careers. It's halftime. Federated Mutual Insurance
0: brings you our halftime report with the Concordia Cobbers here in Moorhead, Minnesota. Feeling right at home in their field house, Memorial Fieldhouse. They have a 51-44 to lead on Carlton. 51 points and a half. Carlton's 44 isn't exactly low either. Coming into this game, the Cobbers had given up the fewest points per game, and Carlton was number two in the league. And it's looking like an offensive game. Both teams kind of switched their roles early on in the game. Carlton dominated glass, got whatever they wanted inside. Cobbers made a really nice adjustment to shut off Luke Harris's dribble penetration. I mean, when he puts the ball and he gets into the lane, they've got two or three guys ready on him. So Carlton will have to make an adjustment on that, maybe not have him penetrate quite as deeply and and get some more cuts to the basket. I don't know how they're going to adjust or not. And the Cobbers, obviously, they just want to keep doing what they're doing. Up 51-44, they're shooting 69% from the field. Wow. Carlton shooting 50%. Three-point range, just one more three for Concordia. It seems like more because they're shooting 50% but they have just one more three than Carlton. Six threes for the Cobbers and five threes for Carlton. Carlton has attempted 16 and a 12 for Concordia. At the free throw line, Carlton, that's what's keeping them in at their 9 of 10 from the charity stripe. Concordia is 5 of 8 from the free throw line. Turnovers, Carlton, 5 in the first half, 4 for Concordia. They had two very early. Points off turnovers, 5-3 in favor of the Cobbers. Rebounds, 13-11 to 11 in favor of the Cobbers. Remember we told you Carlton was the best rebounding team in the MIC. Early on, they dominated glass, but boy, did the Cobbers make adjustments there. Offensive rebounds, four for Carlton, two for Concordia. Carlton averages double-digit offensive rebounds per game, and it looks like they may need that again here today. Defensive rebounds, 11-7 in favor of the Cobbers. Assists, 8 for Concordia and 7 for Carlton. Blocks, 1 for Concordia. None recorded here for Carlton. Steals, 3 for Concordia, 2 for Carlton. Carlton coming off a game where they had 11 steals against Hamlin. And the foul situation, 9 for the Cobbers and 7 for the Knights. Taking a look at the individual statistics... For Concordia. They are led in the first half by Jackson Logie. He has 17 first half points. Then you got Rowan Nelson with 8. Jacob Cook has 6. Matt Johnson Zach Jackson each have 5. 4 for Noah Christensen. 3 for Jongala and Sensky each in the first half only one guy with multiple threes that's Rowan Nelson with two on the rebounding side of things Logie has five rebounds in the first half assist wise two for Matt Johnson two for Zach Jackson and two for Peyton Belka those are the only guys with multiple assists for the Concordia Cobbers we'll take a look at Carlton statistics As your Federated Mutual Insurance of Owatonna Halftime Report rolls along right after these words. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant. And classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. It's halftime here at Memorial Fieldhouse on the campus of Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. The Cobbers on top of the Carleton Knights, 51-44 here at the half. Good balance for Carlton. Alex Gibbons and Sam Colding are leading the way with 11 points each. Luke Harris has nine, five for Miles Fritch, Spencer Gets has four, two for Chuck Sweat, two for Matt Banavets. Rebounds: Bannovetz has three. <laughs> there are three Carlton players with two rebounds each. They are Sweat, Gets, and Fritch. Assists, just one guy with multiple assists gets, has two assists in the first half. The foul situation two guys with 2 H, Sam Colding and Luke Harris, here in the first half. So again, free throws are keeping Carlton at bay anyway. They're within the seven points here at the half, 51 44. Biggest lead of the first half was double digits by Concordia. Carlton had the lead early and Concordia has had the lead late here in the half. So we we'll look forward to bringing you the second half. Wednesday will be at McAllister. That's going to be a tough game too. McAllister was picked before the season to be one of the, the teams to beat in the MIC. St. John's and Gustavus have kind of pulled away from the rest of the league at this particular point. But McAllister's not going to be easy, just like these Cobbers aren't easy. If you were to tell Coach Kershaw that his team would give up 51 points in the first half, I think he'd tell you he wouldn't believe it. (laughs) But they have 51-44 really good job of spacing on the floor. I know I've emphasized that a lot, but it's true for the Cobbers. All those threes that they shot early opened up the inside game. They've had a lot of good post-entry passes that ended up in layups. And that's why they have the 51-44 lead. I'm trying to see if these stats, this is a different stat program than most of the MIC conference schools have. And I'm just trying to see if there's a shot chart. On here somewhere that would tell me how many layups they had and I don't see one on here 51-44 Concordia leads Carlton both teams are still in their respective locker rooms both teams feel they need a lot of adjustments to be made 51-44 Concordia on top you're listening to Carlton Knight Basketball on Southern Minnesota's sports leader for over 75 years, the Mighty 920. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation. And 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops
3: lifelong learners federated mutual insurance company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation at the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of big brothers big sisters we are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother big sister big couple or big family and yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big ignite your year empower potential today consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Well,
0: the covers are not back on the floor yet. Carlton is, and Carlton is a team that is down by seven here at the half, and frankly, they're the team that I think needs to make the most adjustments. We'll see what they do here. There's the Carlton Knights again. Again, for a period of time there in the first half, was really cold from three-point range, and they ended up shooting 31%, which is not stellar by any means, but they only have one fewer three than the Cobbers do. Five threes for Carleton and six for Concordia. Cobbers are now back on the floor. They will be going left to right on your radio dial. Carlton right to left in the second half, and who knows? We could have even more than a second half. These are two... Pretty evenly matched teams are going at it here today at Memorial Fieldhouse on the campus of Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota, right on the North Dakota border. Of course, just a couple miles across the bridge is Fargo, North Dakota. Temperature when I pulled up, for those of you listening in very nice warm places, was 20 degrees which is kind of warm for this time of year, to be honest. <laughs> I've come up here with some pretty frigid temperatures and storms and everything else. There was some snow coming up, but not just kind of a nuisance. Light snow, then I had light rain, and then I had light snow. Looked like they got a little bit of snow up here in northern Minnesota. We had a brown the Christmas down in the purple Northfield area. New Year's Eve, we got some snow—just a kind of a dusting, maybe an inch. So the Cobbers, in their white gold numerals, says Concordia across their chest in maroon, and the Carlton Knights, Carlton emblazoned it across their chest in white white numerals. Yeah, a little bit of maze on their. A uniform there, the C on the side of their shorts. I love their hoodie warmups. Got some maize there on the shoulders and blue with the night logo, of course there on the front. Cobbers have a maroon and gold warmups. No hoodies. 51-44 is your halftime score. We'll have your second half right after these words. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton Develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carlton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Now well, we get ready to start the second half. Gordy Kostfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone on KDHL AM Faribault, Minnesota, a town square media station. Remember, a recording of this broadcast is available on our website at kdhlradio.com under the GameCast folder. We did have some Concordia people asking about uh, whether this was going to be on the air. And of course, we told them about our KDHL app. So welcome aboard. As we get ready to start the second half, Carlton going right to left. And Concordia left to right on your radio dial. Matt Banavets waiting to inbound the ball. And he does. In front of us to Luke Harris. Harris hands it off to Banavitz On the floor with Kohling, Getz, and Gibbons. And for the Cobbers, they've got Jackson, Christensen, Nelson, Cook, and Johnson. Shots up, no good. Rebound, Cook comes back the other way. Two-hand chest pass. Johnson waves him through. Bounces it over to Christensen. Free throw line extended left. Johnson got shut off on his dribble. Cook rifles it into the far corner for three. It's in and out. No good. Rebound taken down. Three was taken by Jackson. As Luke Harris gets the ball, passes it over to Getz. Getz just underway here in the second half. It's a seven-point Concordia lead. Luke Harris out front will back up with a basketball, wants to dribble penetrate again, anytime he dribbles they've got multiple people there Gets goes inside the lane, he'll stop pop, miss it, rebound taken down by Johnson, Johnson comes flying up the near sideline gets an attack mode, nice job getting back by Gets to shut him off, out front they get it to Christensen now on the top of the key it goes to Nelson Nelson, who had a couple of threes in the first half, gets it on the left Side, they get it on the Christensen on the block, guarded by Coling. He's going to take the freshman himself. Kind of leans into him in the right wing. Now they get a back top. Oh my! That's from way downtown and nearly the logo. Rowan Nelson from the logo hits the triple. He's got 11, and it's a 10-point lead again for the Concordia Cobbers. Wow! That was from about the logo. Pass in the corner. Banovitz, step back three. Can he answer? No. Rebound taken down by Cook. He'll hand it off to Johnson. Johnson comes flying up the floor, passes it to Cook. He'll shoot a three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Gibbons. Gibbons kind of stumbles as he comes up the floor. Now he dribbles to his right top of the key. Passes it over to Getz. Getz decides to go to the basket nothing there, out front he gets the ball to Gibbons, Gibbons looks to dribble penetrate, dumps it off, baseline gets scores, and that's what Carlton needs to get back to 54-46 they gotta D it up here though, Cook swings it on the right side gets it back top of the key, now to Christensen free fly and extended left, they get it out front to Jackson, who looks to dribble penetrate, stops, spins, throws it up off glass, and it rims in (laughs) That almost looked like a a horse shot. As Harris brings it up, between the legs dribble. Dribbles to his right. They're going to call an illegal screen on the freshman Coling. That'll be his third foul. As trying to get around the screen was Jackson, he ended up falling on the floor. Now they're keeping Coling on the floor with those three fouls. 17-11 to go. There's plenty of time. It's a 10-point Concordia lead. As Johnson walks the ball across the logo. Cook almost lost it. Gets it out front now to Christensen, guarded by Banavets. The handoff goes to Peyton Belka back in the game. Johnson looks to dribble, penetrate. Gets it to Belka. Belka dribbles right, shut off by Harris. Gets it to Cook. Cook guarded by Gibbons, goes in the lane, shoots the shot, missed it, gets his miss back up, and ooh, thought he might have came down and go back up with the ball, but they're gonna call foul here on Carlton. It's gonna be on Getz, Spencer Getz, that's his, or no, it's on Gibbons, his second. I thought he signaled three fingers, but he signaled four, so it's the second foul on Spencer gets. Cook's free throw is... (laughs) Jacob Cook, 6'6", sophomore. From Clitheral, Minnesota. And he makes the second one. I lived in Minnesota nearly my whole life. I didn't know there was such a place. (laughs) Went to uh, Ashby High School. I have heard of Ashby. So on the far sideline, a little skip in his step there is Harris. They got to get him on track. Handoff goes to Gibbons. Carlton. Oh, a nice dump off to Coyne. Here's Harris. He fakes the three, goes in the lane. Can't make the shot. A little five-footer. Rebound comes down to Christensen. The 6'10 fella. They throw it up the floor, and there's a turnover as Gibbons catches it, gets it over to Banavets. Banavets goes high off the window and scores. What an angle he put on that shot. Back to a 10-point Concordia lead as Johnson walks the ball up the floor, looks to his coach. Cook has it out front, bounces it to Christensen. Christensen uh, running through the lane that time was Rowan Nelson. He didn't get him the ball. Here's Johnson for three. It's good. Johnson hits the triple. He's got eight. And with 15.43 to go, it's back up to a 13-point lead. 61-48, Concordia. Harris hands it off. Banovich, out front to Gibbons. Now gets at the free-throw line. Gets running baseline. Harris missed the layup, but he's fouled. (laughs) No, he said they had to get more cutters, and that's what they've been doing here. But on the defensive end... Carlton has got to figure out a way to stop the Cobbers. Gordy has been very efficient on offense. My, oh, my. They are shooting a blistering 65% from the field still as Harris makes the first free throw. I will have another here. Luke's a 74% free throw shooter. Banavets is 89%, and he has not had any free throws. Or many as Harris's free throw is good. Swish. Back up to an 11-point lead or down to an 11-point lead. Good ball movement here by Concordia. Ball never touched the floor. They ring it around. Here's a three by Cook. He says, you leave me open. I'll take it, but he missed. Rebound Harris. Junior from Piedmont, California. Dribbles the middle of the floor. Passes it behind him to Bannovitz. Banovitz goes right on Logie, goes in the lane, shoots it up over his head, misses it. Rebound is going to well. They're going to say it belongs to Carlton. 61-50, Concordia leads it. Back in the game is Sam Sensky, the 6-6 freshman from Glendon. Sitting down is going to be Rowan Nelson, the junior from Melrose for the Cobbers. Harris will inbound it. They got Coling on the left side of the lane and gets. Smack dab in the middle of the lane is Banevets. Way out high as Chuck Sweat in the game for Carlton. Harris looks, looks, looks. Gets into the corner. Sweat for three. Bottom of the net. Big hoop by Chuck Sweat. Just under 15 minutes to go. It's an eight-point lead. This is the end of the floor that Carlton needs to excel in the defensive end. Cobbers have really been efficient on offense. Cook. Dribbles to his left. Looks to dribble penetrate. Behind the back, he'll shoot the 10-footer. Miss it. Rebounds. His own miss. Gets it on the left wing. Here's a shot from about the free throw line and it's good. The second effort worked for Belka, the 6-foot sophomore from Rogers, Minnesota, which is in the north metro area of the Twin Cities. 63-53. Driving to the basket, Harris. His shot hit the side of the backboard. I think they're going to call Johnson on a blocking foul here. And that's his first. So, Luke Harris, we told you, for Carlton to come back, they really need to get him at the free throw line. And we'll get anybody at the free throw line. That's what kept them in it in the first half. They were 9 of 10. They're 11 of 12 now. 7 of 10 is Concordia. Cobbers have eight threes and 5 for Carlton as he swishes the free throw. The junior from Piedmont, California. As checking in is Nelson. Cook will sit down. Or excuse me, Christensen's in the game. Noah Christensen. The 6'10 junior from Campbell, Minnesota went to Breckenridge. He was a cowboy. Harris' is free throw. Good. Another swish. And a timeout by Coach Kershaw, and I guarantee you this huddle, every single millisecond of this huddle, he'll be talking about defense. His team is down by 8, 14-21 to go in regulation, 63-55 Concordia. This is MIAC Conference Men's Basketball
1: on KDA. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers.
0: Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors 14-21 to go in regulation it's 63-55 the Concordia Cobbers on top Logie has 17 he had that at the half to lead the way for Concordia Carlton is being led by Luke Harris now with 13 the only guy on the floor in double figures for the Carlton Knights Cobbers have the ball Coach Kershaw called that timeout here's a 3 right side he missed it Johnson. Rebound comes down to Sweat. Emphasis may have been on rebounding, too. They've out-rebounded him. has out-rebounded the best rebounding team in the league, and Banovic throws up an air ball. Rebound comes down to Sweat, though. Harris gets it out front to Miles Fritz. He'll shoot the three, and oh, it rimmed out. Rebound taken down by the Cobbers. Coming out of there with it is Sam Sensky. And Matt Johnson, the 6'1'' senior guard out front, tosses it on the left side, Belka. They get it underneath. A little spin move by Logie under the basket, and he tries to throw it into his teammate. It's intercepted. Luke Harris has it. Can they get under eight here with a bucket? Harris dribbles to his right. Johnson's on him. He gets it to Banavets for three. Bang! Matt Banavets hits the triple. And it's a five-point game. They were up double digits not that long ago were the Concordia Cobbers. Johnson going to organize the offense at the Logo. Swings it on the left side to Pelka. Now back out front to Logie. They swing it on the right side to Johnson. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Christensen swings it on the left side. Here's a three and it's a big triple by Sensky, The six-six freshman from Glendon went to Hawley. That's huge. He's got six. It's 66-58. Banovets to Fritsch. Fritsch following that timeout. Banovets goes baseline. He goes, and they're going to have a foul on the block. Wow. Banovets was going to go in for a layup, and Christensen rejected it at the rim, and that looked like a pretty clean block. He might have got him with a body, I guess. Up top, it was pretty clean. So Banovitz will go to the free throw line. Man, oh, man. And we told you he's an excellent free throw shooter. It's a swish. This is one of the guys you want on the line. Gibbons is going to check back in. Gets is going to get a free throw. So on the four for Carlton, Miles Fritch, the senior, along with Alex Gibbons, Chuck Sweat, Matt Banovitz, and Luke Harris. Banovitz also a senior. And he makes them both. Sixty-six, sixty. It's down to a six-point lead for the Cobbers. So since that timeout, Carlton has gone on a little bit of a run here. Dribbling to his left was uh, Senski. You get it back out front. Christensen on the right wing. They get a top of the key back in the game. Also, is Jungle in the lane. Christensen gets triple teamed, and I thought he might have. Uh, well, he got fouled. Fouls called on Chuck Sweat, his second. Each team has three fouls, 12-16 to go here in the second half. Gordy Cosfield at the KDHL Sports Microphone on KDHL-AM Faribault, Minnesota, Town Square Media Station, 920 AM, 97.9 FM, worldwide on the free KDHL app. Download that app on all your mobile devices. Jungler passes it in. Christiansen hands it back to him. He throws up a three. Bang! In the right corner. Swoosh. 69-60, he's got 6 as Harris brings the ball up he's got 13 to lead Carlton Harris dribbles to his right after going left now they get it to Banavet's free for line extended right guarded by Christensen, they get it to Gibbons Banavet sets him a screen then rolls to the basket, they didn't get him the ball Gibbons goes in the lane up off glass and scores high off the window 69-62, but if you're Carlton, you can't afford to trade baskets here. Lob pass goes into Christensen on the post-entry pass. Banovets tried to steal it, but couldn't do it. It's off of him out of bounds. Getz is going to come back in the game for Carlton. Christensen's going to sit down. Also sitting down is going to be Sensky and uh, Nelson. Logie Cook back in the game. Lob pass comes into Logie. Handoff goes to Johnson, back to Logie right under the basket. For an easy two, he's got 19 his first basket this half, and it's 71-62. Handoff, Miles Fritch dribbles to his right. He'll pass it in the corner to Sweat. Step back, triple by Sweat, no good. Rebound taken down by the Cobbers. As Nelson comes out of there with it, McCordy has really been good on the glass. Logie three is short, rebound taken down by Getz. Rebounds are now 20-16 to 16 in favor of Concordia. Gets. Switches the right hand. Out front, Vanovitz thought about a three. Gets it over to Givens. He said, I'll take the three. And bang, he hits it. 71-65. Another six-point lead for the Cobbers. They quickly get the ball up the floor. Cook swings it on the right side. Well, you can tell it's a well-coached team. Shot from the free line, jungler, and he gets fouled by, I think, Sweat. And he was shooting, so he'll be at the free-throw line. And he was shooting a three, so he'll have three free-throws. Well, actually, they called the foul on Fritch. And he has two free-throws. Matching his uniform number. He missed the first one. On the season, he's averaging couple rebounds makes the second free throw averages about four and a half points a game here's a three by Gibbons missed it 72-65 Alex has that ability to get really hot cooks underneath up for Logie. Cook just came down the lane, handed it off to Logie. There was nobody between Logie and the basket. and He got the slam. And you can hear the bench. They're all on their feet for Concordia. 74-65. Back up to a nine-point lead when they had it down to six. Hand off Banabets for three. Missed it. It's an air ball. It's going to go off of the Cobbers out of bounds. Ten seconds on the shot clock. It was an air ball, so there won't be a new set of the clock. Coaling checks in the freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Banavets will get a rest with 9.54 to go on a 74-65 Concordia-Cobber lead. They scored over 50 in the first half. Fritch looks to inbound it. He'll bounce it in to Gibbons, hands it back. No, he keeps it. He'll shoot the long-range jumper and score, but it's a two. And it's 74-67. Jungla brings it up the floor. And then Logie wide open gets another layup. Just too easy. 76-67. Logie's got 23. I mean, you get it that close, he's not going to miss. Here's a sweat triple. It's in and out. No good. Rebound taken down by Jungla. Back up to a nine-point lead. They can go double digits. Johnson tries to leave it for Logie. Turns it over. Sweat hands it off to Coling. Coleing comes flying off the floor. Gibbons in the corner to Fritz. Out front to Getz. Getz will pass it out front to Gibbons. Now Fritz long three. Bang! He swishes a triple. Miles Fritz. Huge. I mean huge bucket for Carlton. 8.59 to go. 76-70 Concordia. Logie underneath Johnson. Layup good. Man, are they running their offense well. Getting layup after layup. As Getz brings it up the four. Pointing traffic. He'll hand it off to Sweat. He'll take the three. Bang! He hits it. 78-73. Well, the two best defensive teams in the M.I.C. are trading blows on offense. It's 78-73. Johnson swings it on the left side Jungla back out front now to Logie over to Johnson on the block they try to get it to uh, Rowan Nelson and a foul is going to be called on Gibbons that's his third he was not shooting 78-73 is the score Carlton has one more foul to give, three fouls to give for Concordia. So keep that in mind with 8.18 to go and a five-point cover lead. As they will inbound underneath their own basket, left to right, a your radio dial. Logie got the inbounds pass from Johnson. Gets it back top of the key. Now they swing it over to Nelson, to Johnson. Johnson, guarded by Fritch, goes in the corner. Now Cook has it. Cook pass it behind him to Johnson. There's four seconds on the shot clock. He's forced to throw up a shot, but he made it. from just inside the three-point line, it's 80-73. to Carlton can't believe it. 66% shooting by the Cobbers. Three by Coling is an air ball. I think we're going to have a foul on the shot. Well, it's going to be on Cook and it's not on the shot, so we won't have free throws. 80 to 73 covers are shooting 66% from the field. They're 10 of 21 from three point range. Carlton shooting 49% from the field. They're 10 of 29 from three point range. Harris back in the game, turns to go to the basket, misses the shot. Rebound taken down by Cook. I think Sweat's going to get called for the foul here. And it is Chuck Sweat's third, and Matt Banavitz will check back in. He's the team's best rebounder, so they need him back in there. 22-17, a plus five on the glass for the Concordia Cobbers. You know it was a point of emphasis because, as we told you before the game, Carlton came into this game, the best rebounding team. And they got some thick guys on this Concordia team. As Cook. Dribbles once, shoots. Misses. Rebound taken out by Harris on the long board. They cut into the seven-point lead. A little skip in his step. Harris dribbles to his left. Gets down the lane. Throws it up. Scores! And he'll go to the free-throw line. They've done a nice job of stopping his dribble penetration for the most part. But Luke, he's a wily cool hand. He'll figure out a way to get in there, and he did. Cook's going to sit down. Christensen's back in the game. Noah, the 6'10 junior from Campbell, Minnesota. As Luke Harris has a chance to make this a three-point play in a two-possession game. And he does. It's a four-point lead, 80-76, Concordia with 7.08 to go. I told you this might be an overtime game. (laughs) I feel it in my bones. Logie, there's another layup. He missed it, but a foul is going to be called. Yeah, really Efficient on offense. Rowan Nelson will go to the free throw line. Harris gets his third foul called. Nelson is a 6'6 junior from Melrose, Minnesota. And he hits the free throw. Second leading scorer on this team. He's a 64% free throw shooter on the season. Made the first. Averages 13 and a half a game, and he made the second. He's got 13. Just under seven minutes to go. It's back up to a six-point lead. Handoff Fritch to Colling Back to Fritch at the logo. He'll dribble to his right. Now gets it to Harris. Harris looks to drive baseline, and we're going to have a foul called on the Cobbers' Rowan Nelson, was trying to shut off the baseline and fouled him. That's his third. Carlton will inbound it with 20 seconds on the shot clock. Harris under the basket. Pass it in the corner to Getz. Back to Harris. Harris fakes left, goes right. Baseline goes in the lane. Throws up an over-the-head shot. He thought he was going to get fouled. But no. As bringing the ball up is Johnson. The uh, Cobbers are... Going to start milking some clock here, it appears. They got a six-point lead with 6.20 to go. They're going to start shooting with under 10 seconds to go. Pass in the corner, Johnson. Gets it to Logie. Back to Johnson. Four seconds on the shot clock. Christensen goes down the lane. Floater's up. He missed it. Rebound taken down by Banevets. Here come the Carlton Knights. Six minutes to go in this game. Down by six. Harris out front to Banovitz for three. It's no good. And a foul's going to be called. As Logie tried to run around the screen from Getz. Knocked him down. And Logie will get a foul called. And that will put Getz at the free throw line. Logie's second foul. Christensen comes over. Excuse me. Nelson Johnson comes over to talk to uh, Coach Borman for Concordia. Swish by Getz. Getz has seven. At 14 on Wednesday night. He missed the second one. Ball's tapped out. Miles Fridge gets it. Thought about a three. Gets, hands it off to Banavets, goes in the lane, and we're going to have a foul called on Concordia. This one's going to be, I think, on Jackson. And it is. It's his third. So Banavets is at the free throw line. He, As we told you before, 89% free throw shooter on the season. If he makes both of these, we got a three-point game, folks, with 5.51 to go. Banovets' free throw good. Back on the floor for Concordia is Peyton Belkoff, the six-foot sophomore from Rogers. Oh, the second one rimmed out, and then losing the handle on the rebound was Jackson, but he got it back. Here come the Cobbers, up by four. 82-78, 82-78, 541 to go. Christensen at the free-throw line has the ball. Banavitz pokes at it. Here's a triple left side. It's no good. Rebound back tapped by the Cobbers. Getz gets it ahead to Fritsch. Fritsch passes it across the floor to Banavitz. Goes in attack mode and gets fouled. Smart play by Matt Banovets. He'll be fouled by Jackson. That's his fourth. And Banavitz goes right back to the free-throw line. Wants to make up for the one he just missed he sat 89% on the season coming into the game he had only missed 4 free throws all year and he makes that one Jungler will stop back in and he comes in for Jackson Jungler directing traffic out top here's the uh, boy. Vanavet's missed his second one he missed 4 all year and he's missed 2 in this game 82-79, a one-possession game with 5.20 to go. Cobbers have the ball left to right on your radio dial. Here's a three. Had all day to set up, but missed it. That was Rowan Nelson. Rebound taken down by Carlton. Up the far sideline in attack mode goes Luke Harris. We're going to call an offensive foul on Gibbons. Gibbons was setting a screen for Harris, and they called an offensive foul. In other words, an illegal screen. That's his fourth. And it might end up who can have their best players on the floor at the end of this game because we had a couple of guys with four on each team. Five minutes to go in the game. They call it crunch time. 82-79. Cobbers. Cook gets it to Christensen. We'll just checked back in. He's out top of the key. He dribbles to his left, goes up. The shot's blocked by Kohling. Here's a three by Johnson. Straight on, no good. Rebound taken down by Kohling. And they're calling a foul under the basket. I think on oh no, they they say it was off of Concordia out of bounds. Well, I did not see that. It's 82-79. Gibbons gets the ball from Harris. A three ties the game with 4.40 to go. Harris dribbles up the right sideline, hands it off. Benevitz out front to Gibbons. Gibbons bounces it to Getz. He's at the free line. Gets it back out front. Gibbons uh, outside the three-point line. Dribbles right, then left. Tries to throw it to Getz and throws it out of bounds. Four minutes, 27 seconds to go. Concordia 82, Carlton 79. Starters are on the floor for the Carlton Knights. Not for the Concordia Cobbers. Balls deflected out of bounds. Nelson was going to pass it to Logie on the block. Gibbons volleyballed it out of bounds. Jungle will inbound it. To our right. Passes it out front to Cook. Cook dribbles to his right, hands it off to Johnson. Johnson goes left. He's in the lane, gets it in the corner for three. It's an air ball. Rebound Cook between two Carlton Knights. Goes back up, missed it. And then Nelson puts it back and in. Well, you got to give them credit. They got the offensive rebounds, two of them. And they retain when they got a five-point lead now with 3.48 to go. Gets, looks, goes in the lane. He spins back the other way, and he'll be fouled from behind by Cook, I think. It is, and it's Cook's third. So Spencer Gets is at the free throw line. Gets on the season is five of eight from the free throw line. It doesn't go there much. 3.38 3.38 to go, a five-point lead. He missed the first free throw. Makes this. It's a four-point game with 3.38 to go. And if you're a Carlton fan, you need a stop. If you're a Cobber fan, you'd like to up the lead. He missed them both. Ball back tapped by Benevets. Harris ends up with it. Harris on the right side will skip in his step, goes baseline right side, will bounce it to Getz in the lane. Banovitz fakes the three, gets it to Harris for three in the corner, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Johnson, he'll outlet it to Jungla, who's gonna, uh oh, he stopped in the corner, that's not where you wanna be, ended up turning it over. Getz comes back the other way, right to left on your radio dial, Getz dribbles in the paint, scoops it to Colling, ends up in Harris's hands in the corner, 20 seconds on the shot clock. Harris, who just missed a three, almost took another one. Getz is going to throw up a floater. It's no good. Rebound taken down by the Cobbers. It's intercepted by Gibbons. He'll shoot the three. It comes up short. Rebound taken down by Cook. And some missed shots here down the stretch. Not boding too well for the Carlton Knights. And the Cobbers are going to take a timeout. I guarantee they're going to milk this clock for all it's worth. There's only two minutes and 46 seconds left in this game. Concordia's got a 5.84-79 lead. Either they're going to go quick and score with a surefire play, or they're going to milk that clock and give Carlton as little time as possible to come back in this one. What a game. I told you it would be a good one. Concordia 84, Carlton 79, 246 to go. This is Carlton Night Basketball. On Carlton KDHL. ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. Well, if you want to look at some things, some statistics that might tell you why the Concordia Covers are ahead, they're a plus eight on the glass, and they have one less turnover than Carleton does in this game. And Carleton's one of the best teams in the country In not turning the ball over. And they haven't turned it over a lot. They've only turned it over nine times. That's close to their average per game. The Cobbers have only eight turnovers in this game. And they average 13 a game. Two minutes, 46 seconds to go. Concordia 84. Carlton 79. And the Cobbers will have the ball with 23 seconds to go on the shot clock. Cook will inbound it right in front of his bench. Lobs it. Into the other court. As Matt Johnson will bring it, dribble it up to a volleyball attack line. Swings it on the left side. Jungler's in the game. Ooh, he almost, almost traveled to Logie out front. Gets it to Johnson. Cook thought about a three. Decides against it. Wants to get closer. Drives on Banovich. Shoots off glass. And scores. 86-79. Concordia, 2.19 to go. Carlton needs points in a hurry. Harris wants to drive left baseline. A foul's gonna be called on Cook. That's a tough matchup for him. I mean, Harris is a bit quicker. So Cook gets whistled for the foul. That's his fourth. One more and he's done as Luke Harris goes to the free throw line. Which is exactly what Carlton needs in this situation. Down by seven with 2.14 to go. Swish. Luke now with seventeen points, eighteen for Gibbons to lead the way, eleven for Calling, eleven for Banovic. Good balance again. Gets has seven. Two twelve to go. You need a stop here if you're Carlton. Eighty six, eighty one. Concordia. They keep scoring. They're going to win the game. It's that simple. Cook has it out front, dribbles to his left. Jungla dribbles down the lane, kicks it in the corner. Dribbling inside the lane, jump stop shot, no good. Put back up by Logie, and we're going to have a foul on Carlton on the rebound. Put back by Logie. So Logie will be at the free throw line. Their third leading scorer. He's a 69% free throw shooter, almost 70%. Takes a deep sigh, pulls the trigger. Good. He's got 24. He's been a load. Logie's been a load. 87, 81. The two best defensive teams. And it's a high scoring game. He made them both, Logie's going to come out here for defensive purposes. 88-81. Carlton has to score on their remaining possessions if they have any hopes of winning this. And they'll need to stop along the way. Harris brings it up the floor. He's going to dribble, penetrate. Kick it in the corner. Banavets to Getz. Getz taking a little time here. Gibbons in the lane. Throws up a floater. Misses it. Rebound. Getz had it. Lost it. Tried to throw it to his teammate. Uh... One of the Cobbers ends up flying and sliding on the floor. And and Cobbers get a timeout. Oh, that might be it. 94 seconds to go on this one. Concordia 88, Carlton 81. Cobbers will have the ball when we resume. And we might see some full-court pressure here. We'll find out. What a game.
3: Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or big family, and yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference.
0: Concordia is still
3: shooting 58% for the field,
0: 45% for Carlton. Concordia's got eight more field goals than Carlton does, and they're up by 788-81. Free throw line is what's keeping Carlton in this. They have 21 points at the free throw line to 12 for the Cobbers. Three pointers, 10 for Carlton and 10 for Concordia. Turnovers, 10 for Carlton. They just had their 10th. Concordia has had 8 Points off turnovers are dead even at nine apiece. It's 88-81 with 94 seconds to go in regulation. Cobbers will inbound it right in front of the Carlton bench. And yes, there is pressure put on here by Carlton. Almost have to. Rowan Nelson inbounds it. to Matt Johnson will bring it up with Gets on him. Johnson dribbles right, then dribbles left. He'll pass it over to Cook. Top of the key jungle, who gets it back to Cook. There's 15 seconds. They're gonna milk clock as much as they can here. Johnson almost has stolen from behind by Getz. Gets in the lane, dumps it off. He goes in, and Logie gets another layup. 90 to 81, Concordia. Harris dribbles to his left. He goes in, and they're gonna call an offensive foul on Luke Harris. That's his fourth, and that'll probably do it. There's a minute to go. It's a nine-point game. It looks like the Cobbers are going to knock off Carlton, the defending MIC Conference champs here in Moorhead, and give the Cobbers a lot of credit. My, oh, my. Super efficient on offense against the best in terms of points allowed per game. Defensive team in the MIC. They're up 90 to 81 with 59 seconds to go. Jungler will bring it up. Pass it on the right side. Johnson has it and the foul's going to be called on Carlton. Harris will check back in here because he's got four fouls. They want to get his fifth. He'll be in for offense. Matt Johnson is at the free throw line He averages 84% percentage-wise anyway. Gets there a lot. Makes it. 91-81 Concordia Spencer Gets will come out here for offensive purposes Harris checks back in Miles Fritch on the team another, or on the floor I should say another three point shooter and that one is no good Panavets gets the rebound there's 50 seconds to go they need bang bang 3-3 real quick here and the ball's deflected. Oh, I thought it was deflected off Cobbers, but I guess not. 91-81. Carlton just turned the ball over for the 11th time in this game. Inbounding the ball will be Rowan Nelson for Concordia. There's full court pressure. He gets it into Logie. Back to Nelson. Nelson brings it up the near sideline, gets trapped, throws it ahead. Also in the game is Peyton Belka, another ball handler. Belka gets it out front. Johnson dribbles to his right. There's 30 seconds to go in this game. It's a 10-point lead, and Carlton waited too long, really, to follow there. Johnson will go to the free throw line. That's the guy they want there. 84%. Best on the team is... Belka, another reason why he's there, 90%. Though the free throw is good. And the Cobbers are going to win this game. They're going to improve to four and three in the conference. Carlton will drop to four and three. Cobbers will be eight and four overall, and Carlton will drop to seven and five on the season as he hits the moat. Johnson with 15. Harris goes in for the easy layup. He's got... Well, they don't have his number on the board right now. Pass goes in the corner. 15 seconds. Carlton's not going to foul. Your final score is going to be 93-83. 93-83. The Concordia Cobbies. Super efficient on offense. outscore the carlton Knights today 93 83 in moorhead minnesota we'll have your wrap and a look at all your stats wow 93 83 covers with a big the carlton rim. college academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging but it's also uniquely supportive instead of competing students embrace a spirit of collaboration Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Well, your final score again, ninety-three, eighty-three. Concordia. The Cobbers... Winning the game, were led by, he had really good balance, 27 points from Jackson Logie. This is what I mean by being efficient. He was 11 of 14 from the field, 5 of 7 from the free throw line. He had 6 rebounds to go with his 27 points. What a game by Jackson Logie for the Concordia Cobbers. Logie. The 6'9 sophomore from Donnelly, Minnesota. And those are off the bench. He did not start the game. 17 for Rowan Nelson. He also had 8 rebounds. 10 for Jacob Cook, who had 7 rebounds. 15 for Matt Johnson, their point guard, who had 4 rebounds. He also had four assists. Zach Jackson had three assists, two assists each for Jacob Cook, Jackson Jungala, and Peyton Belka. And so they had 15 assists on 35 field goals. Carlton ended up with 11 assists on 25 field goals. Each team had 10 threes in this game. Shooting percentage, 59% for Concordia. Final score is 93-83. They got on this score sheet 95-81, which isn't right. I'm looking right at the scoreboard, and it says 93-83. Here's your final score. 45% shooting for Carlton, 59% for Concordia. Cobbs 40% from Frayland, 32% for Carlton. Free throws, that's what kept Carlton in this game. They were 21 of 27 from the free throw line. And Concordia was 15 of 20. Rebounds, though, one of the differences. A plus seven on the glass for the Cobbers against the best rebounding team in the MIC coming into today. 25 rebounds for Carlton. And 32 for the Cobbers. Typically, Luke Harris is a real good rebounding guard, and he was again today, but he led the team in rebounds with six. Spencer Goetz had five. Alex Gibbons had two. Matt Benevitz had five. Four for Chuck Sweat and three for Miles Fritch. Spencer Goetz and Alex Gibbons each had three assists. Matt Benevitz had two. No blocks by Carlton, it says here. There was one block by the Concordia Cobbers. In your final score, 93-83, Concordia wins this one. As the Carlton Knights were led by Luke Harris's 23 points. That's two above his average. Alex Gibbons had 18, 11 for Sam Colling Matt Banovitz finished with nine. Off the bench, Miles Fritsch had eight, seven for Spencer Getz. And five for Chuck Sweat off the bench. Thirteen points off the bench for the Carlton Knights. And, of course, with that 27 from Logie. They had 42 points off their bench. Wow. Forty-two points off their bench to 13 for Carlton. Need I say more? In the Carlton Knights, next action will be Wednesday at... McAllister will have it for you here on KDHL Radio. We'll get underway about 6.45, a 7 o'clock tip-off. That's not going to be an easy game either. McAllister, very good. The Concordia Cobbers get to play St. Olaf next. Yep, another Northfield school, and they'll be in Northfield on Wednesday to take on the Olies. a 7.15 tip-off. Next Saturday, this Concordia team is at St. Scholastica in Duluth. Next Saturday, we'll be in Winona as Carlton takes on St. Mary's. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast here today. Not a great outcome, obviously, for Carlton Knight fans, but Concordia fans are relishing this. 93-83, it snaps a four-game losing streak. I told you they'd be hungry coming into this. They were not only hungry, they were super efficient in this game. Final score for the final time for Memorial Fieldhouse, on the campus of Concordia College in Northfield, Minnesota. Oh, by the way, our broadcast is service of Amesbury Truth.
1: Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you opened the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or slash careers. Amesbury Truth is joined by Federated Mutual Insurance Agency. They
0: brought you our halftime report. in Carleton College as well brings you our broadcast here from the Fieldhouse in Moorhead, Minnesota. Till next time, this is Gordy Kosselt. Have a fantastic